Hey everybody, welcome to episode 20 for uh, November 2020 of uh, Going to the Show with Tools. I uh, podcast all about uh, live music, which is uh, not so much about live music and the shows I'm getting to see since uh, stuff's not really going on. But uh, thanks for uh, checking out the podcast this month. Um, as we've been doing uh, since COVID, uh, I'll be going over the stuff that I've checked out online. Um, I was set to go see a live show last month. Uh, Shovels and Rope was going to be playing uh, Columbia Speedway in Columbia, South Carolina, and I was going to go down for it on a Saturday night. And uh, I was all excited um, not only to see live music, but instead of a drive-in show, they had it set up as a pod seating. So you you booked a pod of uh, four to four to six and uh, check out the show that way. So I, I was all pumped to go down there, but uh, it was a real rainy week. Uh, we had a couple bad days of storms and um, way ahead of Saturday. I think it was Monday or so they canceled the show just off the forecast. So I don't know if it was um, the grounds, you know, where they're having the show couldn't handle all the rain or, or they were just that afraid of the forecast and uh, pulled the plug. But uh, that was it. And I was with the uh, numbers getting worse. Uh, here in North Carolina, which I'm, you know, the, as they are most places, uh, I'm getting more and more selective where I go out to and um, trying to avoid crowds, you know, even more so than I was before. So I didn't um, check out any uh, acoustic acts or cover acts, anything like that this month. So no uh, in-person stuff to report on, but um, but uh, plenty of stuff online as usual, and I think some really good stuff. So uh, I'll get into that. Um the first thing that I checked out was uh, Todd Nance, the uh, drummer for uh, Widespread Panic, passed away. And uh, his friends and family put together a tribute show uh, called Still Right Here, uh, which was fantastic. And they streamed it online. It was all his musician friends uh, performing Panic covers, performing songs that were fr favorites of his. And... Uh, it was really, really well done, and, and they did a really great job with it. And you could just tell how much people loved Todd and uh, cared for him and stuff. And he had his uh, issues uh, later in life and uh, with some health issues that caused him to take a hiatus from the band and then uh, left the band entirely. So uh, I don't – and all that came out when he passed away was it was after a long illness. So I don't think the last few years were um, were too good for him which is uh, sad for somebody that gave uh, so much great, great music to the world. Um, but it, his wife was on there and, and she told this really uh, sweet story and they had a old uh, interview with, with Todd that was great too. And he had been playing in panic for a while. And uh, I believe he was down, I forget what town he was in, but the panic had a show that night. And he was out during the day and uh, ran to this woman and, you know, started chatting her up as uh, us boys tend to do. And uh, he asked her what he was doing, what she was doing that night. He was, you know, going to play the musician card and invite her to the show and, you know, uh, show, you know, he's a rock star. And uh, she goes, oh, she goes, I got plans tonight. He goes, oh, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm going to see my favorite band. And uh, he goes, oh, who's that? She goes, widespread panic. And he goes, I just got the biggest smile on my face when I heard that. And uh, that was a really cute story. And then the the wife told the story of, uh, sound like she usually went on tour with the band. And uh, 
she said every night before the band went on, she'd be on the side of the stage and, and, uh, she'd tell Todd to play it pretty baby. She, that was her, um, her little, uh, you know, knock him dead, break a leg, uh, message to him before, before he went on each night. And, uh, I thought that was, that was uh, really sweet, but, um, for, so the performances, uh, during the tribute was uh the opening up one was uh jerry joseph who's a friend of widespread panic uh he played with dave schools and they did a uh, rem tune which uh, i guess tao was a really big rem uh fan so that was cool um the sax player from uh, dirty dozen brass band uh, roger lewis was on and uh, he told a cool story and uh did a tune and one of the reasons why i noted that was i've seen dirty dozen brass band a bunch of times and uh always fun and, and and always get you dancing and all that but there was one night they played the iron horse in northampton massachusetts and uh they usually call women up on stage to dance and stuff like that and have some fun and and this time northampton <laughs> roger lewis oh my god the way he was dancing with the girls on stage was just it, it was over the line it was a little disturbing and uh Definitely for an older guy, and it was young girls up on stage. So, <laughs> a little offshoot of a story there. That was a little inappropriate, I, I thought from from the stage. But uh, and then uh, Patterson Hood was on, lead singer of uh, Drive By Truckers, who I love. Uh, he did uh, Plastic Flowers on the Highway and spoke very passionately about Todd and what his friendship meant to him. Um, John Bell uh, did Blue Indian, which is uh, one of my favorite uh, Panic tunes. So that that was fantastic. Um, it, it was just really, really well done show, and um, kind of remind you, you know, the sad and tragic way sometimes that uh, musicians die, and uh, you know, it's it's just too bad, and you know, and especially when uh, life's end uh, far too soon. So. Um, but then there was another, uh, well, not another. This was a charity event. The next thing I saw was called uh, uh, Rhythm of the Rails. And it was a fundraiser out of Nashville to save a old uh, locomotive train and get it back into service and do the repairs that were needed on it. So how's that for a, a unique charity event? It was um, Marty Stewart was on in, in his band, who I love, and uh, Old Crow Medicine Show was on. And uh, they performed a bunch of songs. And they performed uh, from the rail station uh, where the locomotive was. So that was really neat. And uh, at the end of the show, all the musicians that performed came on and did um, This Train is Bound for Glory, which is an old standard tune. And um, it, they just uh, knocked it dead and they raised the amount of money that they were looking to raise for that night uh, for the charity to um, save the locomotive. So that was cool. A nice little uh, pick-me-up event there. Um, and then after that, there was a uh, live stream, um, Austin City Limits, you know, which broadcasts uh, just about every Saturday night, either, um, you know, a new episode or a old episode on PBS. Uh, they did a live stream on a Tuesday night and they had uh, the Warren Treaty on, who I, who I have not gotten to see yet, um, but our fabulous group. It's a husband and wife team and uh, the band that backs them. And um, they kind of fall into Americana, but I think there's a lot of R&B and soul to them as well and some gospel kind of stuff. And uh, they just got a fantastic sound. And the husband and wife both just have amazing voices. And, and of course, they go together really well. But um, And that they're actually going to be the uh, 
uh, song at the end of the show tonight. So uh, I'll give you a, a taste of them at the end. But uh, some of the songs that you may want to check out from them uh, were uh, Jealousy was a great song. Uh, Beautiful was another song. Uh, Jubilee. And then they did have some songs with more than one word titles. Uh, another one was Five More Minutes. And uh, the last song I wanted to note from their performance was uh, Take Me In. All, all those were just really wonderful performances. Um, I don't know if it's still available online, but uh, if you can find it, War and Treaty uh, with, uh, at Frost and City Limits. It was just a great, great show. And then there was a live stream from uh, here in town, uh, Neighborhood Theater and uh, the promotion arm that uh, – promote shows there and other venues in town, Max Music, uh, they've started a series called Queen City Stream to highlight local artists. And uh, they're doing them out of neighborhood theater, you know, with uh, no crowd. But uh, they had a local band down there, Time, uh, Tom, Time Sawyer, not Tom Sawyer, the Rush song, but uh, Time Sawyer. And I can't remember if I've ever seen them. If I did, it was at the Whitewater Center or it was them opening up for somebody, but the name sounded real familiar. And when I saw them, I couldn't quite place it, but they did a, a great performance and they do it as a fundraiser, you know, for the, for the band and for the venue and, uh, you know, get some money for the people that set up the show and do the audio for the show and, and all that. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun and, and they're doing a really diverse lineup of uh, acts uh, they got a whole schedule out there through, um, well, they had a few shows in November and I think they, I checked today, they got six or seven shows coming up in December. So if you want to check out some local artists and, um, show them some love and give them some financial support, you can do that through, um, uh, Queen City Stream and, uh, Max Music and, uh, Neighborhood Theater. But, uh, a couple of the songs that Time, Time Sawyer did that you may want to check out online were, uh, Lonely is a Heartbreaker's Dream, uh, which is just fantastic title. And then uh, Sea Green Eyes and uh, Sea as in the ocean, not Sea as in, um, in vision. But uh, it, was, it was fun. It was, it was great to do that stream. Uh, and then the next one was another fundraiser uh, for Save Tipitinas. Uh, we've talked about Tipitinas a bunch on the podcast and, and the struggles that they're facing and, and doing all they can to stay open. But <clears throat> they did a, a charity stream. And it was a mix of live performances with bands in Tipitinas with no crowd. And then also uh, archived uh, video footage of bands that performed at uh, Tipitinas over the years. And uh, if you haven't been to Tipitinas or haven't seen any of their logo merchandise, but they use Professor Longhair uh, in the club and and a lot of their merchandising includes uh, uh, images of Professor Longhair as a legendary new orleans uh piano player and performer so they started off with a video of a professor Longhair performance which was great and then uh, they had dr john on uh you know he's passed away so of course that was a um a uh archive performance uh billy strings performed and uh i love what he did he did uh very new orleans song house of the rising sun and that was fantastic uh dumpster funk uh played uh, they had archive footage of uh, Greg Allman playing with the Radiators, a uh, famous New Orleans band, and that was a great performance. Uh, they had Jimmy Buffett at Tipitina's, which really surprised me. It, it was an old one, but uh, it was great. Um, and then uh, Fats Domino, you know, uh, New Orleans legend. And there's a fantastic uh, 
tribute disc to Fats Domino after he passed away. It was a double CD, and I have it somewhere in my collection, and I got to dig it out. But it's all different artists doing uh, Fats Domino songs, and uh, really, really fantastic CD. So if you're a, uh, a UCD person or, or want to check out stuff online, look for that um, Fats Domino tribute CD. Uh, of course, Galactic performed, the uh, current owners of uh, Tipitina's. And uh, the show opened up uh, outside of Tipitina's, and they had some uh, Mardi Gras Indians uh, performing along with the uh, band. And uh, uh, Stan Moore, who's the drummer in, in Galactic, was in that um, lineup too. Uh, they had uh, Funky Meters played Sissy Strut, which if you go see any New Orleans band, there's a good chance you're going to hear Sissy Strut. Uh, Les Claypool. Uh, was on uh, Tank and the Bangas was on, and um, uh, they were uh, uh, really great. And uh, Tedeschi Trucks Band, uh, they had archive footage of them doing uh, Gilded Splinters, uh, which is a fantastic song I love. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones uh, performed Dinosaur Jr., who, uh, of course, hail from where I'm from, up in western Massachusetts, so it was psyched to see them on there. And... Um, uh, drive-by truckers. They had archive footage of uh, drive-by truckers doing a song of theirs. I love "Goddamn Lonely Love," and it was from 2004, 2005. And man, was the band a mess at that point. The performance was still pretty good, but they're just oh, they just look drunk and worn out on stage, and uh, it was rough. And you can see why uh, Jason Isbell went uh, went sober and is uh, still living that way. But uh, they had Samantha Fish on as well. Uh, she was great. Uh, North Mississippi All-Stars, who I love. They performed with um, uh, Big Sam. Uh, so that was uh, that was a great combination there. It was uh, really, really good. And, um, you know, hopefully Tipitinas can make it through all this because I know New Orleans is uh, being hit again by COVID uh, pretty hard. And I know the governor in New Orleans, has, or governor of Louisiana, um, has uh, cracked things down. I think they've gone back a, st a stage in uh, reopening. So, um, you know, it's, but same for Tipitina's, you know, same for stages all across the country that are uh, struggling and, and trying to get by doing what they can. It's just a horrible time for the industry. But um, uh, the next uh, stream I watched was one I haven't watched in a little while was uh, Band of Heathens. Uh, they're doing a weekly stream that I've mentioned before, uh, Band of Heathens Supper Club. And um, that one's a little different because all the, the guys aren't together. They're all in their homes and they more, you're more or less watching a Zoom call of uh, the guys in the band. And they, it's basically you're sitting in on a band meeting a lot. It's just them talking about what they've been doing, what they've been working on. And they play some music, but a lot more just the guys talking and they usually have a guest on. And uh, what uh, got me to tune in was they had BJ Barm from uh, American uh, Aquarium on. Who I love. And um, so they talked to him quite a bit, how he's getting through it and, and what they're going through. And, and I was very excited. BJ was actually in the studio up in Asheville with his band American Aquarium. They were putting down some music. So hopefully we'll have um, some new American Aquarium music to listen to. But uh, they did do a cover of a Wilco song. Uh, I'm trying to break your heart. And uh, even though they were all separate and and timing uh, could be a little off with the Zoom aspect of it, they, they did it good. Uh, it was nice, even though I'm not a, a big Wilco fan. It, it, they they did the song uh, very well. It was fun to see. And um, then I, I uh, streamed uh, the Camping World series is uh, still going on. They're featuring uh, various country acts. Um, 
they did uh, Little Big Town um, last month. Who I've never gotten to see Little Big Town uh, live. Uh, a friend of mine turned me on to them, and I really like them. And I know they fall into the pop country bit, which a lot of people like to bash, uh, especially uh, my uh, friends that are uh, big into Americana and um, outlaw country. But uh, Little Big Town's really talented, and, and they're really good performers. I, I love their uh, vocal talent that they have, and, and songs they write are fun and everything. And and I'm not ashamed of it. I love going to those big country shows and being up on the lawn and tailgating and, and having a good time. But uh, some of the songs they did that you may want to check out are uh, Wine, Beer, Whiskey, um, Wish You Could Stay All Night, and uh, I've Got a Girl Crush. But uh, that, that was a fun show. It was about an hour long. And, uh, you know, they mix in ads for Camping World and stuff. So if you want to buy an RV during uh, during the um, pandemic, you can do so. Um, and then uh, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, who they've been everywhere um, during the pandemic, doing all sorts of various streams and, and uh, get involved with fundraisers and, and stuff like that. They uh, just started up a new series <clears throat> called um, uh, Soundcheck Songs. So what they're going to do is once a week on Thursday nights, I think it's at eight o'clock Eastern, maybe it's at nine, but uh, every Thursday night they're going to come on and, and each guy in the band is picking two songs. Uh, so they're going to do one song a week. And it's basically what they do at, at um, their sound checks is they pick a cover song to play and that they want to learn and you know mean something to them. So that's what they're going to do with this weekly series. So Lucas Nelson himself has had the first two weeks. Uh, the first week, uh, they did a Paul Simon song, uh, Obvious Child, which was off the Rhythm and Saints album, which was really cool because I'm not the biggest Paul Simon fan, but I did go see that tour. Uh, one of my roommates in college was a huge Paul Simon fan, and um, he knew I was nuts for concerts, and he got tickets, and uh, I don't think I was on the A-list to get invited, but I got invited and I went and it was a fantastic show. If you're not familiar with that album, that's um, it was kind of the album after Graceland. And uh, Rhythm of the Saints was uh, it was influenced a lot by Brazilian and South American music. And it was a great show. I had a really fabulous time at it. And uh, so Lucas Nelson did a great cover of uh, Obvious Child. It was very different from the Paul Simon version, um, which is cool because I'm kind of both ways with um, cover songs. You know, either you can do it very faithfully and the way it was recorded, or you can put your own twist on it. And I can find both ways entertaining and both ways disappointing. And, um, but I, I was, it was cool to see Lucas Nelson and, and the band do um, obvious child and, and do a different take on it. Then this past week they did uh, dire straight song, a band I never got to see, and I never got to see Mark Knopfler, which I would love to, um, but uh, they did Romeo and Juliet by uh, Dire Straits, and that was fabulous. And uh, my good friend James is a huge Dire Straits and Mark Knopfler fan. So as soon as I watched it, I tagged him on Facebook. I'm like, let me know what you think of this, because <laughs> you know, I'm not the Dire Straits uh, expert or as big a fan as he is. And, and he really enjoyed it. So that was uh, it was cool to get James feedback on that, that I liked it. I, I thought they did it neat. Neat job with it. And I believe it's six more weeks that they're going to be doing. I think there's seven guys in the band. So um, they're going to be um, they're going to be doing it for a while. So it's pretty cool. 
Um, and then in the little bit of sad news was that um, the Trey Anastasio series Beacon Jams ended this past week, uh, which that kind of took over the Friday night slot from um, the Grateful Dead. And it sure I talked about this last month and maybe the month prior as well, but Beacon Jams was just fantastic. Every week uh, was just a treat and it really lifted up Friday nights and, uh, you know, being in and it made it easier uh, to stay safe and be home and, and, and all that knowing, Hey, at eight o'clock, I'm going to watch Trey, you know? And um, he basically stuck, stuck with the tab, uh, the Trey Anastasio band lineup and mixed in some strings as weeks went along. And um, I didn't love every song he did with, with strings, but some of the times the strings were just perfect and really different takes on uh, songs as, and uh, it was just a fantastic run of uh, performances. It was for eight weeks. And uh, sadly this past Friday was the last one. So I don't know what I'm going to do this Friday night. <laughs> I got to figure out something, but uh, that was really fantastic. And the cool thing about it too, was he is trying to build a um, rehabilitate rehabilitation facility uh, for alcohol and, and drug abuse up in Bur Burlington, Vermont, uh, where near close to where he lives. And it's called uh, the divided sky fund. And, uh, it was announced after this weekend that they've raised over a million dollars, uh, to go towards building that facility. And, uh, it was just great, uh, to see that kind of success for it. Um, cause that's something near and dear to my heart and, uh, Burlington, Vermont's also very dear to my heart. Love that, that city and town. So that Trey's giving back, uh, to that community in that way, I think it's just fabulous. It's, uh, really incredible. Um, so that was, uh, the end of, um, Beacon Jams for Trey and, and now I got a hole in Friday nights. So we got to sort that out. Um, and then, uh, just tonight, uh, to close out the month, uh, I got notice from jam base that, uh, Lily Hyatt was on tonight doing a stream, uh, of a series called live at pace studio. And, uh, she mostly played cuts off her new album, um, walking proof. And I love Lily Hyatt. I think she did four or five songs tonight and it was great. Uh, one of the songs she did was a song called Ray, uh, off her new album, walking proof. And I also wanted to mention and I know I've mentioned it before, but bands are still releasing new music. Um, Drive-By Truckers just came out with a new album, and I uh, streamed it uh, last week or so, and it's awesome. Uh, I think the Truckers kind of hit a lull or a dip after Isbell left the band, but the last two Trucker albums have been awesome. They are, are really back in stride, and uh, they are a bit political. Um, so if you are a fan of uh, President Trump, or Republican ways you may not like some of the songs. <laughs> they get pretty direct with them. But uh, I, I just think the last two albums have been fantastic by them. And and as I mentioned before, the Lily, new Lily Hyatt album's great. The new Margo Price album's really good. Um, and I know uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, Springsteen released a new album. So there's lots of new music out there. So uh, however you like to keep in touch with your uh, musical artists and taste check it out because there's there's definitely stuff uh, still coming out and, and bands are being um uh productive you know during the time which is uh great to to see and is a treat to me you know to be able to have some new music check out so um that covers november what i checked out online and uh what i didn't get to see in person uh so hopefully in december 
uh, I can venture out somewhere and see some music. Uh, I saw today that uh, Jason Isbell and Amanda Shires, they're playing down to Columbia Speedway uh, in the middle of December. I think it's the 17th or so. But And everyone down here always tells me that Columbia, South Carolina is the hottest spot on the planet uh, as far as temperature. But I'm thinking even Columbia and a nighttime performance in December, it's going to get a little chilly. But uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll venture down there for that. But I, I think that'd be a tough one. But uh, if not, hopefully I can get out and check out some um, local artists and uh, see what they're doing, either um, original or, or cover either wise. Other, uh, either way, because uh, I'm definitely itching to see some live music. And um, so that's it. And I'll make a plea for you to please wear your mask and do the social distancing and, and wash your hands and all that, because I'm ready for this to be over <laughs> and I'm ready for uh, live music to be back and all and all the other things that we enjoyed uh, at the start of March and, and before March. So um, that's that's my play. <laughs> but uh, thanks for always is listening. Always appreciate the listeners and, and the nice feedback that that people give me and um, and uh, can always use some new ideas for the show. So shoot me what you got. Uh, I'll be back next month and uh, let you know what's going on. But uh, take care, everybody, and be safe. And uh, the going out song is going to be by the Warren Charity, and it's going to be a song called uh, Are You Ready to Love Me? Thank you. Take care. Yeah.